What's up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka Why you got yogurt in your pocket? <laughs> Is that a yogurt in your pocket? <laughs> AKA uh, is that a nerve gun in your pocket or are you happy to see me? Um <laughs> AKA Damn it. It's been so long I forgot all my aliases. AKA the Komaki Tiger Dropper. AKA Bringing you yet another episode of Switch of Sights, uh, episode 169. Hey now, hey girl. Um, <laughs> funny story regarding the uh, pants in your pocket. Um, so at least another reason, uh, well, multiple reasons in terms of why I've been dormant, but uh, at least the bigger one is jury having jury duty. I was uh waiting to go up to the elevator. There's this dude at the elevator, you know, I don't know. It's like when you at a courthouse, I feel like you get, you get, of course, the good and the bad. So you get like, a, uh, presumably a lot of delinquents, uh, people who go and need to go to court that did something they shouldn't have did or whatever, allegedly. Um, but yeah, it was this one dude had his hands in his pocket. Like it looked like he was doing some, you know, some suggestive stuff. Like, like motherfucker, you in front of people in public, you li- you literally got your hands in your pants. <laughs> and then the funny part is like, <laughs> we bought, we trying to go into. He like the first to to be in the elevator, so he his ass with literally with his hand hand in his pants uh going first in the elevator and then people like man i don't i i don't want to i'm gonna wait for the next one i'm gonna wait for the next one uh i ain't a punk so you know i uh i went in there i was like i was ready for some shit to pop off i was like well if it's the day i die this the day i die but um you know, fortunately it wasn't, it, it was just very odd and weird. Maybe it's just like, you know, Hey, I want to rebel. I'm a, I'm a let these, I'm a, I'm a feeling my nuts and y'all going to see me feeling my nuts. It's, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know how my mind wasn't in his, in his head. So, <laughs> still thinking about that is killing me. Uh, nonetheless. Yes. Uh, man. Yeah. It's been probably roughly a month. Since we last spoke, spoke it, spoken, um, a part of me, yeah, like a part of me was the jury duty. Another part was also, um, was also wanting to see what it, what this show would be like if I just did it monthly instead of biweekly. But, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I, I might, I might try to still aim for bi-weekly 
I think that's probably the sweet spot. I feel like monthly, I feel like it's so much I missed or potentially missed. So, um, I don't know. I feel like bi-weekly might be the, the sweet spot. So we'll see. Maybe I'll more thought and thinking of it. I may be content with monthly, but we'll, we'll see. We'll test the waters. I don't know. I'm not sure. But nonetheless, I'm here, right? Um, have a good, good show for you today. Um, we got so much to talk about. Uh, Evo, the state of state of play that uh popped off earlier today. Uh, Nintendo Direct from earlier this month. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. So, without further ado. Let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. First topic of discussion PlayStation State of Play uh, happened earlier today. Um, it was interesting. Wasn't the strongest State of Play I've seen, but uh, you know, it had some interesting stuff. To kind of, you know, uh, suck on, I don't, that, that sound very, very nasty, but you know, something to just put your mouth on, oh, that, that, didn't, that didn't help, but nonetheless, um, yeah, so at least it was definitely mainly focused on, uh, well, I, I'd say a big focus was PSVR two and they showed a lot of those games, uh, the Foglands, um, the Foglands, uh, green hell, uh, uh, synapse and, uh, journey to foundation and before your eyes, uh, all of them, at least for me personally, were fairly forgettable. Um, or weren't really nothing like, oh man, I gotta get PSVR two now. It just none of those games really did it for me. It just felt like more of what of what's kind of out there already in a way to me personally. So I don't know. I I, I just keep trying to find a uh, a way to justify getting a PSVR two, but it just none of these games so far are doing it for me. It's no really like killer app. Like I got to get a PSVR through, especially I ain't gonna lie. I still hold the grudge of uh PSVR one games, not, um, not being backwards compatible or any program that, you know, um, would support that. It seems like developers on their own doing that and whatnot. So, but I digress. Uh, outside of the PSVR two stuff, uh, we got uh, Destiny two Lightfall, like a semi extensive trailer of that, uh, and that's coming out I think next week, February twenty eighth. Uh, Tisha, uh, I guess it's a puzzle, a puzzle game uh, on the on the way coming on PlayStation Plus uh, March twenty first, day one. Uh, humanity was interesting. It was like, I don't know. It just, it, yeah, it seemed like a puzzle game with like 
just so many people and like that's like a means to try to solve the puzzles uh it it's hard to i guess identify what this game is really um but that's the best way to describe it uh goodbye volcano high uh seems like an adventure game uh with you know kind of like <laughs> i hate to say emo but kind of an emo vibe to it i don't it that's probably the best way to describe it i don't know i don't know that's the best way to describe it uh you got um my camera just shifted my eyes i don't know you got a naruto baruto ultimate ninja storm connections um <laughs> clearly I, I have no reference of of that um more naruto I mean, always good to have Naruto Boruto in in the same in the same space as a game. There's new playable characters on top of the 124 from earlier in the series. You know, there's that Naruto fans. Does that tickle you a bit? There you go. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, I, I believe that's pretty huge, um, coming on August 31st. Um, I've never really followed Baldur's Gate, but I, I, I hear it has a pretty big fan base. Uh, Wayfinder, uh, online multiplayer, multiplayer game in the fantasy world, uh, beta coming February 28th. Then we finally get to the juicy stuff, at least the, the stuff I'm interested in. Uh, they said, Hey, we got two uh, updates from Capcom. I'm like, Oh shit. Yes. That's what I want. That's what I need. Um, so first off we got street fighter six, uh, revealed three, three characters. Um, uh, at least from a gameplay pers- perspective, of course we, uh, at least a lot of us know about the huge leak where they literally leaked the whole roster. But at least from a gameplay standpoint, we got to see these characters in action uh, finally. So they showed Zangief looking, looking juicy, looking ju. He ready to fight. He ready to wrestle. And we saw that in full effect today. We did. It was great. We got Lily, who seems to be. Uh, it, it, at least it seems heavily implied that she's related to T-Hawk to some extent, um, you know, with the Native American vibe aesthetic of her design and stuff. She uses two of these like boomerang looking things. Uh, I'm not familiar with the, f- the actual term for them, but uh, it's interesting. She has like a very like no vice inexperienced uh, vibe to her. That who knows a lot of people may gravitate towards not my cup of tea from at least what I've seen, but I would, I would dabble with her a little bit. I would experiment, see how she plays, you know, uh, then you, of course you won't have, you can't have, can't have a street fighter game without Cammy. So Cammy is back. Uh, boy, they was, they were playing to the, uh, they were playing to the audience. They boy, they, the, they got the horny boys all 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 of Twitter. Um, you know, she she's showing the cheeks and everybody just oh my god it oh Cammy, I love you so much. 
Oh, can't you have my babies even though you're not real? Um, please. So <laughs> you got that. You got that. Um, but hey, you know, uh, Street Fighter Six is looking good though. Um, there's the the roster, the the care to the character so far, uh, the design aesthetic, uh, everything's looking really great. So I'm looking forward to it uh, when it comes out uh, June second. It's pretty. That's fairly close. Then of course we got we got Resident Evil Four. We got Resident Evil Four. Um, a third trailer, uh, uh, was shown, um, and it was great. A lot of it was great. Showed, uh, pretty much a lot of, uh, uh, you know, the iconic moments from the original game remade, of course, uh, a lot of interesting details you, you, you can pick up from it. Uh, we finally see Krauser, um, as well as Sadler, Osmond Sadler, um, Sadler's, uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's okay, I guess. I don't know. It'll probably maybe grow on me as I play the game, have it in my hands. <sighs> I don't know. Sadler just looks, I don't know how to describe it. He just looks a little, um, a little too, too out there. But then again, this is Resident Evil and, you know, I don't And then, uh, uh, Krauser, I don't uh, design wise, he looks, he looks all right. He looks realistic. I do. I am a fan of his original design. kind of like a, a buffed up, like, you know, soldier that's, you know, turned, turned, uh, uh, turned a side eye, turned the wrong. What's the terminology turned? He turned a wrong side. He, he defected, he, he defected his country. Um, I'm an American or something. I don't, um, so, oh, really? What am I, what are you doing camera? What are you doing? But I digress. Um, yeah, Krauser, uh, mainly the issue I have with Krauser is his voice. I don't know. His voice just is a little too annoying nasally for me. Um, <laughs> get ready to die camera. <laughs> sound like carpet. <laughs> I mean, it's not too far off, you know, but I don't know. I'm still keeping an open mind, but I don't know, man. Krauser, I'm I'm not feeling the voice. Design I can live with, uh, but we'll see. We'll see when the full game comes out. Um, of course, yeah, no no QTE battle, which is okay. I can I can accept that. Uh, it does look like as a substitute, they do have cool involvement of that gameplay section between uh, Leon and Krauser. So that's cool. What We pretty much saw most of the church, the church section, um, the elevator uh, moment, you know, where. Uh, um, what the what is the little man? What's the little man's name? The little guy, the little man. Ah, damn it. Ah, the small Napoleon looking dude. You know what I mean? What? Damn it. Now I'm curious. I, I gotta know. I gotta know. Resident Evil 4. Uh, 
villains. Uh, Salazar, Raymond Salazar. There we go. It it slipped. It left. It left my head. So we got him. Um, I, I we didn't see him necessarily in this trailer, but we did see him in the previous one. So that's cool. Oh, they show the left hand uh, location. Well, before the left hand fight in the original. Yeah, Salazar. I just don't. Or um. Sadler, I mean, uh, yeah, they got, yeah, Leon's parian. They got the one church segment. It looks like, uh, another interesting observation is that you seemingly can dodge, uh, like in the original where they could throw like these sides that like literally rotate, uh, interesting that you can seemingly dodge like duck. I mean, um, maybe it's a prompt or. Uh, dedicated button somehow, but it's interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, another interesting, like change observation is, uh, um, Louis Sarah. It seems like the fate that was, uh, that, that, that preceded him, uh, seems to be different in this. Like he seems to have more, he's going to have more of a presence. Uh, compared to the original, which is cool. We see Mike, the infamous Mike moment. You know, you, if you play, if you play, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, they redid the whole, like, uh, uh, what cart section is like, it seems to be way more like interesting. Um, so that's cool. We see, uh, what's the dude, the Wolverine dude, uh, Ganados. Ganados, I think. Interesting changes. We see Navistarter. Okay. Yeah. And they show the, of course, the bed. Uh, they show like Ashley getting infected, of course, like in the original, that they have to go and get, uh, you know, use a, a lab machine to, to, to get rid of the infection. So we'll see how it plays out with the remake. Who knows? Things might be, might be different. I don't know. Uh, then they, of course they com- confirm mercenaries is coming back, but as, as DLC, uh, free DLC. So that's, that's, that's understandable. Um, I'll be probably playing the main game multiple times anyway, but, uh, either way, that's good to get confirmation that mercenaries is coming. Um, but yeah, all around pretty solid trailer. And they also did confirm a a special demo is coming soon. So my prediction, if it didn't drop today, maybe I I think there's still a Capcom, like a RE showcase, or I think maybe a dedicated RE4 showcase possibly. So my guess is probably like when that, uh, pops off is definitely obviously gotta be Sometime next month, I'm guessing maybe two weeks before RE4 remake releases, which I think is, is it the 20th or 27th? Let me see. RE4 remake. March 24th. So 
Friday. Oh, I mean, Resident Evil 4, though. Yeah, that's Resident Evil 4 can do it. That's that's a game that that can definitely have a Friday release for sure. So, yeah, got all those juicy deets. Of course, there are some other details. Uh, I think this month as well, Game Informer uh, got an exclusive uh, got exclusive coverage of the game. Um, they revealed a fair amount of details. Of course, they show like the early church, no, the early village sections, um, and various aspects. There was a cool, uh, Q and a, um, like a rapid fire question thing that game informer does too, which was pretty dope. So, um, yeah, Hey, I love it. Give me all that resume before. Give me it all. Give me it all. And then, uh, towards the end, of course, after that, we got Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. So they had a pretty extensive uh, uh, look at the game. They showed a lot of gameplay uh, with, between the four characters. Uh, Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Shark Man. <laughs> Fuck, I know that. Uh, Boomerang Dude. I'm sorry. I, I, I know the names, but uh, they, 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 they don't. They're not, they not coming to me. So yeah, they show like a little clip between uh, all four having to uh, release Lex Luthor, who's who's captured by um, uh, the Flash, who's been brainwashed by Brainiac, as well as of course the other um, heroes uh, seen previously. So, um, but at least gameplay wise, it's looking pretty interesting. Looking pretty interesting. Uh, this has definitely been on my radar already. Um, but yeah, getting to see the extensive gameplay, um, the traversal seems pretty dope. So I'm, uh, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I don't know why my camera is just acting the fool right now. I'm just going, I'm just going to roll with it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. If, 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 if it happens, but it happens. So yeah, and that was pretty much it for the direct, um, or state of play. I, uh, I just wish all, all of these would just have a unified terminology possibly, but I digress. Um, overall pretty decent, not the best. Uh, there has definitely been better, um, state of plays, but Hey, uh, PSVR two just came out. So it's understandable. PlayStation is trying to, trying to get them, trying to get them sales. Um, but yeah, for that price, I don't know, man, that price, that's a hefty price to ask. But anywho, speaking of state of plays, uh, there was also a, um, Nintendo, uh, direct earlier this month. That was, uh, pretty interesting. Uh, we had some, uh, interesting, interesting game details. Um, let's, let's just go all Actually, this was actually, it's been, a, it's been a while since I've seen it, of course. So reflecting back, actually, this is pretty damn impressive, uh, direct actually. So not in chrono, any chronological order, but we got legend of legend of Zelda tears of kingdom. Of course we, we got the, 
thankfully it seems like it's not going to be delayed coming uh coming i think may of this may 12th uh may 12th of this year <coughs> advance wars one and two reboot camp is actually getting released april 21st uh it was originally uh going to come out i think a year before but because of the ukrainian um, you know, war and whatnot that, uh, they was like, uh, let's, 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 let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> advanced wars wanted to reboot camp. Uh, please buy it. <laughs> Russia invading Ukraine. Uh, advanced war wanted to reboot camp. Uh, don't, don't think of that as Russia, us fighting Russia though. Uh, so <laughs> so yeah um that is actually uh dropping uh i i remember really loving advanced wars uh i think i played the first one so it's definitely this is definitely a gift for me i love me i'm i'm very picky about uh strategy turn-based strategy games but hey i love me some some of them uh game boy and game boy advance uh finally uh making their appearance on nintendo switch um basically uh coming to the online service so game boy and game boy advance specifically and game boy color uh all coming to nintendo switch online's uh subscription service um and a pretty decent amount of games Tetris, Metroid 2, Wario Land 3 uh, for Game Boy Advance. You got Mario Kart Super Circuit, Legend of Zelda, The Minish Cap. Um, I think Super Mario Advance 4, among like uh, various other ones. Metroid Prime Remake. Gotta give it up. Gotta give it up. Gotta give it up. Happy for them. Happy for everybody. Because we've been wanting a trilogy remaster, but hey. We'll, we'll, we'll at least take, we'll take what we can get. Right. So we finally at least get a uh, Metro Prime Master. from what I hear is really good. So definitely I've never played uh Metroid, me, me, the Metroid prime series personally. So I'm definitely excited to at least play uh, this for the first time. Um, being mind you being a pretty big uh, Metro fan. I think <laughs> when it initially came out, I was just put off by the first person perspective for a Metroid game, but um, obviously me being more cultured and older now, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, yeah let me try this out. Uh, Pikmin 4, uh, I think it released in July 21st. Uh, Metroid is coming, well, it uh, basically shadow dropped uh, during this direct earlier this month, but the physical version is all coming February 22nd. Uh, there's a whole controversy, not controversy, but issue in terms of like the questioning of the, you know, the scarcity of the physical copies They're like, you know, it might be a, a Nintendo vault situation. I don't think that's necessarily been confirmed, but Hey, just a heads up, you know, uh, there's a lot of stores that it's pretty hard to come by. You may just want to stroll by your local store if you are interested, you know, if, if you, if you like physical, let me say that. Cause I'm, I know this is falling on many deaf ears, but I digress. 
Samba de Amigo Party Central. If you wanna, you know, wanna shake your shake your wee motes like a <laughs> like a like a damn like a damn samba, you know. There you go. <laughs> your question your, your questions have been answered. Your your prayers have been 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 prayed. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just I'm just saying. Uh, by Tenkaito's remaster, you know, hey, we all love biting kite. I know you love biting. <sighs> I love biting kaitos. We all love it. Come on now. <laughs> I actually forgot whether uh, I think it was. Yeah, I remember it was on GameCube. <sighs> I think it was a whole thing, but so originally published by Namco. Came out first in Japan before launch in North America in 2004. Okay, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with it, you know, I'm with it. Uh, a little bit uh, extensive trailer of the that Dead Cells Return to Castlevania uh, DLC that was originally announced at the Game Awards uh, last year. Uh, Ghost Trick. Hey. If you a ghost trick fan, prayers have been answered, you know, like, come on now. I mean, it's made by Capcom. So I'm like that. that this got my attention. So, uh, we love Katamari reroll Royal plus plus Royal reverie. Like, come on now. Uh, Splatoon three DLC Disney illusion Island. Come on. Harmony the fall of reverie. What? <laughs> I'm trying to hype these up way more than that shit. Uh, Professor Layton in the new world of steam. That's cool. Yeah. I think, I feel like we haven't seen Professor Layton in a minute. I've not really played, um, any of their games. I guess the last mainline Professor Layton game was in 2014. So that's a pretty, that's a big chunk of time. Uh, fantasy life one, the girl who steals the time <laughs> we could, we had to get at least one farming simulator in there. It feels, it seems like a, yeah, it is a, it's an animal crossing. Like that's what, that's the, that's what the, the, the term that's used here. Uh, Mario Kart eight deluxe course. So another wave of, uh, the promise Mario Kart extensive, excuse me, Mario Kart DLC, um, coming to Mario Kart eight deluxe. Get that, get that deluxe course. You know, you want it. Uh, overall, this is actually a pretty strong ass, um, Nintendo direct. I have to say we were kind of a little skeptical, skeptical that, uh, Zelda was going to release un, un, uh, undelayed, but it seems like it's on track. So uh, legend of Zelda tears of kingdom is going to be. It's going to be some tears in that kingdom. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm saying, but I digress. Cool. Moving on. Oh, uh, evil 2023, uh, lineup has been announced, uh, earlier this week. Uh, they had a whole little event. Um, I think they had Ryan Hart and that motherfucker, ISC Yipes, 
they was basically revealing the games. Uh, can't forget about your boy Chipotle. They had Chipotle on deck all up in all up in that place. Uh, but yes, they uh, basically announced a total of eight games that will be uh, featured in competition at Evo 2023. Uh, first and foremost, of course, you got it. I mean, it wouldn't be Evo without Street Fighter at this point. So Street Fighter six specifically. Um, which is kind of interesting, um, in, in regards to, uh, the game is going to be dropping in June. So that like only gives people like, well, like four months, five months, I guess. Yeah. Five months. Yeah. I guess it's not as bad as, um, no, what am I saying? Not at all. My math isn't my math was not mathing. Yeah, only like two months really. Uh well, three I guess technically three, roughly three months. Um, before Evo, essentially. But still that's that's crazy. But it'll be interesting to see like what players uh pro specifically will be able to pick up before that that uh it starts. So that's going to be interesting. I think, is this the event where they were talking about that is going to be a million dollar prize pool or that might be, I think a separate thing. I think that might be Capcom's dedicated cup possibly, but let me double check. Uh, one million dollar, one million dollar first prize for upcoming Street Fighter Six tournaments. I think that, yeah, Capcom Cup X specifically. So I think that this will it will be the first, um, pro showing of Street Fighter Six. So, and that'll be one million dollars. Okay, okay. I was like, Evo got that money. Now they with PlayStation. I was like, nah, I didn't know that much money, but, um, guilty gear strive, which is, you know, been, uh, what made two, one or two appearances previously. Um, dragon ball fighters yet again. Um, uh, may some rumors, maybe it might be a, a sequel fighters fighters two. We'll see. Tekken seven, more likely the last appearance of Tekken at Evo, uh, with the imminent, uh, Tekken eight on its way. I think, yeah, we'll definitely probably see a, uh, an announcement. Well, not an announcement, but probably a pretty fairly extensive, uh, character reveal, like probably maybe two or three characters for uh Tekken eight probably, or Maybe something crazy outside of that. I could see that. King of Fighters 15. Uh, Melty Blood. Melty Blood type Lumina. Excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> can't forget the type Lumina. You can't. Um, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. So, um, I, I just found out that there was like uh, a bit, I guess apparently 
Mortal Kombat 12 was <laughs> leaked uh, via a, uh, um, a earnings a earnings call. So we for sure know, and it was heavily like hinted that Mortal Kombat 12 is on the way, but it's, it's very possible that we'll probably get like a announcement at evil. I could definitely see that. Um, as that seems to be the only motive, big motive to have more combat 11 technically in a way. Uh, then of course the, the, one of the greats have returned ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three, um, is Marvel baby. <laughs> so, uh, ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three, making a, a, a special return for a, uh, retro throwback tournament. Um, I'm a big fan of these. This is cool. Like, you know, for, you know, some of the games that I've since retired, get some people to come out of retirement, uh, you know, get their feet wet, get them fingers mashed up, get them fingers, get them fingers nimble, you know? So well, that's cool. And, uh, at least all of the pools will have a minimum of $25,000, um, in terms of winning. So, Hey, I dig it. And yeah, I was going to say if the, if this was the first Evo, at least planning to make a physical return, but I think it did make a physical return, uh, last, last year. So yeah, at the same spot, Mandalay Bay, August 4th through 6th. I'm tempted. I might, I kind of might want to, want to, uh, want to get my Tekken. I might want to, I might want to, uh, you know, see how I fare with the people in Tekken. I might, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted. I'm very tempted. I'm not going to lie to y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I might, I might have to, I might have to register real quick. I just might. Um, oh yeah. I forgot. They also revealed, um, another big controversy that, um, a lot of people understandably aren't really a fan of include myself that there will no longer be a uh, top eight, uh, for evil. And what I mean by that is that there will no longer be a top eight. It will just be top. They'll do, they're doing top six instead of, instead of top eight. So I believe their reasoning behind that is to, you know, normally when it gets to top eight, it's a pretty long, um, a pretty long process in terms of like, you know, losers bracket, winners, winners bracket, loser bracket. And, um, uh, essentially just basically cutting out those two positions would make, um, the whole event be efficient for, you know, broadcasting as well as, you know, um, just the whole event, uh, at least I, I can see their like reasoning behind it, but it's kind of messed up in terms of like, you know, that's always been the big, the big, um, staple for evil top eight. Oh, did you make top eight at evil? Oh shit. Top eight. Damn. You know? Um, so it's kind of unfortunate cause it's like top eight is, is, is crazy nonetheless. And just for those people that just made top eight, but don't get the recognition for it anymore is, is unfortunate. Like no medals, no nothing. It's, 
It's uh yeah, it's very unfortunate. So hopefully maybe they might change that, um, maybe closer to the event, but yeah, personally I am on the side of, yeah, that's, Hey, let that shit run. Hey, I mean, I don't, most people who are casual fans of Evo or like to watch it, um, probably ain't gonna, ain't gonna stay up and watch it, but the fans of Evo, the real fans are still gonna want to watch that. But I guess they, you know, I see like in terms of the Eastern, Eastern people specifically, um, having to wait like, you know, to like two, two in the morning, um, for, you know, the event to end, um, you know, depending, but, um, yeah. Hey, keep that type eight, man. That's, that's the evil staple. That's, 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 that's my, my thoughts on that. So moving on. Uh, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo, uh, won't be part of E3. That is, uh, it's pretty, pretty crazy to, 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 to say out loud, actually, when you think about it, but, um, obviously E3 has been pretty dormant, uh, for the past, what, ever since the pandemic, essentially what past three years. Um, and then now with E3 actually planning to make its, uh, uh, first physical event in four years, um, <laughs> making it to not many people, unfortunately, in terms of obviously the big three who are always like a staple, like even though PlayStation wouldn't have a formal press conference like they used to back in the day, they would still have a physical presence at, at the E3 shore floor. Um, as well as of course, Microsoft and Nintendo. Um, but yeah, apparently now they aren't even going to be physically at their, you know, event at, uh, Los Angeles convention center in June. So yeah, that's crazy. That's, 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 it's, it's the sign of the time of the times I'd say. So we'll see how it plays out. But of course, you know, all of the big three are going to have announcements around the same time, but it just won't be within E3. Um, who knows it may, they may have possibly potentially defected to, uh, you know, Jeff Keighley's thing, uh, summer games fest where, you know, a lot of, um, announcements and stuff were held, uh, on his end, uh, instead of E3 in a lot of parts. So it seems to be potentially end of an era. Maybe we'll see. We'll find out, but yeah that's crazy. At least, you know, growing up and always watching E3, you know, yearly, um, seeing that as a staple now, seeing it kind of technically potentially being no longer. It's crazy. It's crazy, but I guess we'll see. We'll see. Moving on. Uh, Microsoft confirms that call of duty, uh, is coming to Nintendo switch in a binding 10 year agreement. Uh, so with this ongoing Activision blizzard buyout with, uh, you know, Microsoft that, uh, they're essentially trying to buy. Um, it seems like a lot of negotiations 
are being made, deals being made, dare I say backdoor shady deals potentially. Um, but at least mainly, um, I know Microsoft was trying to play nice with PlayStation in regards to Call of Duty franchise, which if this deals deal uh, succeeds, will basically have uh, a Microsoft owned IP on the PlayStation platform. And you know, PlayStation, PlayStation, like, I don't know, my man. No, we, we about to fight this. This is, this is a monopoly. I can't have any of this. So, uh, so I guess they, uh, pretty much, uh, started talking really good with Nintendo. And it's like, Hey, you know, man, you know, we, we promised to put Call of Duty on your platform cause PlayStation ain't tripping. Um, so I mean, if that's a deal you want, it's a deal you can get. Nintendo's like, hey, sign me up, sign me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but either way, they it has been officially agreed that um the Call of Duty franchise is coming to Nintendo Switch as well, same day as Xbox. So that's that's uh that's gonna lead to a lot of interesting uh conversations for sure. Um, mainly of course performance. And, you know, graphical fidelity, which has always been a thing with, with an iconic aspect of Call of Duty for sure, especially the engine. But now, like, I don't know, it's even hard for me to fathom Call of Duty on the Nintendo Switch. I mean, even though it was on the, you know, they had a DS version and the Nintendo Wii versions and uh, even the Wii U and like uh, Black Ops 2. So it's definitely not... um it's not foreign land for Call of Duty to be on a Nintendo platform. But now it's, it's going to be very hard to fathom to see how that plays out now. Uh, especially if if it's if, if the next Call of Duty is supposed to go come out on on the uh, on a Nintendo Switch in its current state, un un unupgraded state. So we'll see how that plays out. Cause that's probably the biggest question. Like I feel like if we get like a Nintendo switch two or whatever, the next successor to the Nintendo switch is, then I think that's probably more believable, more, uh, I guess feasible. It feels like, um, coming day and date with Xbox. That's going to be interesting, but I guess, I think they technically still got some time for that. This to kind of, it, uh, you know, solidify. So at least I'm thinking like, okay, like is it going to be the next Call of Duty that comes out, which I think technically would be this year, I believe. Um, but I don't think that's the case. I think whenever this, this, this whole deal, uh, falls through, then I think that's when it's, you know, it's game time essentially. So there you have it. Call of Duty coming back to Nintendo. Hey, I'm I'm up for it. Um, you know, when I'm not feeling like playing traditional Call of Duty, I wanna let me bust out the Wii mode, get get my Joy-Con ready, just be pointing and shooting, do the do the thing where you throw the grenade, but it doesn't come out because you didn't let the button go. But hey, that's 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 human error. So I can't, I can't knock Nintendo for that. I can't, I, I just can't, I just can't do it. 
I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Moving on. Shinji Mikami is leaving Tango Gameworks. Uh, for those that don't know, Shinji Mikami, of course, the 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 the, the grandfather, the the legend that uh, essentially created the Resident Evil series, uh, many other games that are near and dear to my heart, God Hands, um, with Clover, um, of course. You know, uh, within Tango, the Evil Within series, and uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, as well as the recently launched Hi-Fi Rush. Um, yeah. So, uh, at least, and also it was confirmed by Bethesda themselves. Uh, we can confirm that Shinji Mikami has decided to leave Tango GameWorks in the coming months. We thank him for his work as a creative leader and supportive mentor to young developers on the Evil Within franchise, Ghostwire Tokyo, and of course, Hi-Fi Rush. We wish Mikami-san well in the future and are excited by what lies ahead for the talented developers at Tango Bethesda. So, yeah, it seems like he's not out of the the games industry. He just he's leaving Tango Gameworks. So, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> What what really would be dope would would be if uh you know Capcom hey 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 Shinji hey what what if we why don't you just come why don't you come back to Capcom come on come on back to to your baby Resident Evil just just give a give me give us another hit like RE4 just 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 do it for us please um that would be dope I ain't gonna lie if he if he left for that reason solely ooh I'm I'm all for it so. But it, regardless, wherever he goes, um, hey, he makes he makes some of that fire stuff. Uh, at least with you know, Evil Within, uh, all right, Ghostwire, uh, all right, High Fire Rush, uh, all right, I'm, I'm 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 digging it. We'll talk about that later. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to wherever he goes. So there's that. <sighs> Moving on. A lots, a lots, uh, a mass exodus, even of um, live service games being just being set on the wayside, being sent to pasture. Um, which is, is pretty crazy. It was like a huge, like occurrence. Of course there was some other previous ones. Uh, I think last episode, I think what Marvel's Avengers, uh, some other game that I can't think of, but got apex legends, mobile battlefield, mobile, uh, crime site, whatever that is. Crossfire X for the Xbox. Uh, <laughs> that's being set. And that like came out like, I think sometime last year, I want to say, uh, dragon Quest, uh, echo VR knockout city. That was a pretty promising, cool game. I, I enjoyed knockout city, but that's good. That's go on its way out. Um, rumble verse. That was probably another big one that like, uh, I just recently played. It was thoroughly enjoying, um, 
getting shut down, man. So it's kind of crazy because, like, you you know, you think these were these games are like good to go for a good time, but apparently for one reason or another, they're not really hitting. Um, and just just being put in the back. <sighs> gotta take gotta take take these games out in the back. Just gotta talk to them for a second. Messed up, man. Messed up and unfortunate. RIP RIP to those that we've lost I had to get a moment of silence for that. moment of silence with that being said that concludes news for this week month by week whatever you want to call it let's get into what I've been playing what I've been what I've been playing Which has been, of course, Persona 3. Ugh. Finally finished it. Damn near, what, 80, 85-ish hours? Whew. Yeah, Persona 3. It was definitely interesting, engaging. Kept my attention for the most part. Um, Clearly, you know, sticking, <laughs> sticking with it for 80, 85-ish hours. But, uh... Yeah, definitely not as good as Persona 5 for sure. Uh, obviously, since this is the first Persona, well, technically the quote-unquote first per- Persona Persona, like the first Persona with the formula that, you know, Persona 5 would uh, essentially encapsulate. Um, yeah, it's it's just, it's definitely uh, some very busy, tedious stuff that could have been cut down, but you know, at least realizing what this game came from, this used to be a 2009 PSP game. So you could definitely see a lot of that DNA in there in terms of like, Oh yeah, just do this just to do it. You know, you're busy, you're busy. You you just want to just play something a little bit. Right. So, you know, so there's that. Um, it also kind of made me want to play, the PS2 version, which this version came from. So basically they ported the PSP, this PSP game to modern consoles, uh, which derived from the PS2 version of the game. And the PS2 version seems to be very different in terms of like, at least instead of like a visual novel navigating, like a pre-rendered um, backgrounds, essentially you basically navigate in the traditional sense, like persona five, which I think maybe subconsciously may have um, made me enjoy the game much more in that respect. But a lot of the interesting, had a lot of interesting story beats similar to persona five, of course um, that, you know, caught captured, kept my interest and, you know, wanted me to keep going, keep pushing. So that's what I did. And, um, yeah, but it was also cool. Uh, I think I may have mentioned it before, but, uh, insightful to, uh, see where persona kind of came from and like what it, or what's it, what it, or (laughs) what its origins were, um, before persona five, 
as somebody who really loved and adored Persona 5. So um, that was cool. I'm very curious now that I've completed three to see how, what uh, Persona 4 will be like. Probably not anytime soon <laughs> after the huge time commitment that was uh, Persona 3. But uh, eventually at some point, I'll probably probably play Persona 4, but not anytime soon. <laughs> Uh, also played Gungrave Gore. Uh, this came out, I think like December of last year, but Hey, I love me some, some, uh, some jank Japanese. Well, no, I think this was made by a Korean studio. Actually. Uh, I love me some jank some jank um japanese inspired games i'll say that um since this was an ip that uh previously was i'm pretty sure it was developed by japanese studios at least so gungrave gore for those that don't know gungrave gore is like i think technically the third sequel to the gungrave series where the first two games were on the ps2 like way back so this is it pretty seems like a continuation of those two. Um, and I'm, I really dug it. I ain't gonna lie. It's, I, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody necessarily, but at least for me, I like that. This was my shit. This was, this was my, shit. it was, it really was, um, like just the miscellaneous, it, it, it is more pretty much more shoot mindless shooting, um, but it did have some, some intricacies to it. Some like, uh, some nuance in a way, uh, at least one of the most cool factors, uh, mechanics they added was like this rocket. Um, uh, what is it called? Rocket repelling system essentially, or deflecting rocket deflecting system where like you got some of these, um, some enemies that shoot rockets at you and they'll shoot it. And then you can hit your, uh, use your big ass suitcase for those that may not know Gungrave is like this big, bigger character that was kind of resurrected, resurrect, resurrected. And he has this big ass, uh, it, it's more, it looks more like a gun now, but in the previous games, it was more like a traditional coffin that this big ass coffin that he lugged with them everywhere that I think also had the same abilities where it could transform it. It was kind of similar to like a Pandora's box from like devil, devil may cry. That's a, that's a very niche niche analogy, but nonetheless, basically it's this big ass, uh, coffin that can morph into various miscellaneous guns and weapons. Uh, at least according to this game, I'm not sure if that's the general lore from the, the, I think manga, which I think this uh, also came from, but I dug it. So it was this cool, cool rocket deflection system where you can like enemies shooting rockets at you and you can, you know, hurl your, uh, I think I forgot what the term called was called for his coffin, I think death mauler or something. And he would, you know, hit it like you can melee with your uh, coffin and it will deflect back at the enemies and, you know, kill them, which it made this cool, satisfying sound, which I really love. And, you know, being able to do that while you're shooting people and you see the rock coming like, Doom, and then, you know, it just hits back at the dude like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. 
Um, it's, it's, it's probably the most, one of the smaller details, but it's like, it, it does help keep the, the combat pretty engaging, which I'm, 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 I'm a fan of, I'm very much a fan of. And there's of course a lot of other depth in terms of like the combo system with your coffin that you can, uh, unlock combos. You can unlock what's, I forgot what they're called. Death moves where basically they're like, like, um, specials or ultimates, uh, uh, amongst a lot of people that you can like pop off, uh, when you get enough meter and, um, there's a lot of those and there's a, a lot of upgrade trees and stuff like that. And then there's some uh, ultimate characters that I won't necessarily spoil that you can also unlock. And, um, yeah, it's very, it's, <laughs> it feels like if dynasty warriors was a shooter, you would get Gungrave gore. That's, that's probably the best. That's probably the most accurate description I can describe this game as it like to like, a I guess the standard person, casual person is very just niche. Like, uh, this is very off putting, whatever you want to say, but it's just something that that was fulfilling. Uh, I occasionally would just jam to my own music cause it, it is to, to that point fairly mindless, but also for me made it more enjoyable. Um, just shooting to some music. I love that. Hey, I dug it. I dug it. Don't sleep on Gungrave Gore. If if you're if you're a fan of that, those types of games. Also, it is on Game Pass. If you got Game Pass, um, I'm not sure if it's on PC Game Pass, but at least on uh Xbox Game Pass. But um, yeah. Also on PS PS Five as well. Um, hey, I dug me some Gungrave Gore. I I beat it last night as well. Um, yeah. It's, I don't, it, it's hard to recommend because I do love me some janky, um, Japanese games at least. So yeah, it's hard. It's a hard sell, but at least for me, it, it, it definitely spoke to me for sure. Moving on. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush. I actually did play a little bit of Hi-Fi Rush. Um, I think I mentioned it last episode, but yeah, basically Hi-Fi Rush after actually playing it is like essentially a, I guess a beat em up, beat em up platformer, um, action adventure, I guess. Um, but in terms of the combat, it is very much emphasized on having rhythm as you're fighting the characters. So when you're doing combos, if you do the combos to the rhythm of the, the music in the game, um, you will do more damage. You, I think get more points, uh, to your score. So basically the whole in incentive in incentivization, if that's a word is to basically, Hey, get that rhythm, man, stick, stay on, stay on rhythm. Um, which was cool. It's a very dope, um, concept for a game that I can uh, very much appreciate and respect. And that's definitely what captivated me to play, um, hi-fi rush. So I think I played by like two, three levels. I want to say, um, I'm digging it. I've digged the, uh, the, um, cell shaded like anime animation, 
um, of the game. It, it definitely oozes with a lot of style um, presentation wise um, that I really dig. And yeah, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm very much digging it. I'm probably going to play some more at some point. Uh, but I don't know. I, I did get ish and Yakuza ish and finally. So might have to might have to put that on the back burner for a bit. But Hi-Fi Rush, I dig it. I do. Shinji Mikami, man. He, well, I know he's not the, he's the, he, he produced it. He didn't direct it, but you know, I, I could feel, maybe I'm biased. I could feel his, I could feel his influence for sure with this, uh, that game. So there you have it. Hi-Fi, Hi-Fi Rush. <sighs> then of course, ooh, I did play the Dead Space remake. Very good. Very good. Yeah. As a dead, as a dead space fan, I've, I've, I have all three of the original dead space games and played them. Um, yeah, this was a wonderful remake. It really was. They did all the right things. Of course, um, since it's been a good while since I played the original dead space it is definitely, it definitely was a lot of questioning. Like, was this in the game before? Was this in the original or well, I don't know if this was in the original or not, but anyway, nonetheless, it was just, uh, something about dead space in terms of just that atmosphere that I just love about the, the uh, especially this remake. Of course, now they have the tools to make a way more immersive, uh, Ishimura, um, ship, uh, now, and you know, all the details, graphical details, um, you know, new ways to scare you. I think or at least what I heard is that there's a new system kind of similar to left for dead's director system, um, where it, it's, there's some, a lot of random moments that you can get scared. I think I have to fact check that. Um, I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I definitely got a vibe where, you know, everything wasn't necessarily scripted. Um, but I guess that's hard to say, but at least I definitely felt like even playing through the game a second time, it was hard to decipher like, Oh, all right. This scare is about to come up. You know, it was very tough to do that for sure. So I think that means something, at least to me that there is maybe some, some nuance, some, some, uh, method, some scripting, to make the game more, I guess, freshly fearful to some extent, possibly. I don't know, but, um, but yeah, man, dead space. Yeah. And they did a lot of good changes. Like, uh, love, love the fact that, uh, Isaac Clark is now, you know, he actually talks. I know in the original, he did not talk at all, I guess to, Oh, you know, to kind of have you identify more with the main character or whatever whatever reason I had for that, but at least <laughs> I forgot where I saw it, but it was an interesting observation where somebody said that, um, somebody said that if, what was it? Yeah. In terms of like, uh, having a, a silent protagonist, uh, go through the events of dead space, literally like big ass mutant monsters, aliens coming at you and, you know, trying to kill you like taking your life 
<laughs> and Isaac has nothing to say about that at all, <laughs> which is a very funny observation that makes total sense. You know, you just just yelling and screaming, but not like having anything to say, like you've just almost got killed, cut in half, cut into pieces, but oh, nothing, nothing at all. And that was a cool addition. I think I saw on Twitter, too, where like uh, I didn't even know after even fully, you know, beating the game that if you go to certain scripted um, uh, scenes uh, within the game that actually there apparently were two lines of dialogue recorded for these scenes. One where you're full at full health or close to full health or overall good health. And then one if you're at really low health, he'll be um, Isaac will be breathing like heavily and like, I didn't see there. There are all these monsters everywhere. You know, that that was pretty cool. That was, that was like a very small detail that also means a lot and, you know, goes a long way for sure. That just overall just solidifies my appreciation for this game. But man, love me some Dead Space re, uh, remake. Um, I literally almost played the whole game again uh, because I tried. Um, there's an easily missable gun that you you don't get that you can well you uh, I said it already that you can clearly miss um if you don't do a specific step which I did in my first playthrough so I'm like oh man that's the best this the lion gun it's like the best gun in the game at least from what I remember from the previous the the original uh Dead Space so I'm like let me go let me go. I, I got to I got to I got to see what it feels like. I just got to. So like, let me play because you can only get it at a, a particular chapter. I think chapter four or five. I'm like, let me let me go back and play. I got to go and play all the way up until up, up until that chapter to, to see what the line gun is like. Then I did it. And I'm like, ah, oh, this gun is not that great. But, you know, I had to upgrade it. So I'm like, oh, well, at least I got to experience it. So yeah uh yeah just heads up yeah there's a gun that is pretty elusive in in uh you know not being easily discoverable for what that's worth <sighs> so but yeah love me some dead space definitely gonna be my top top 10 if not top five of uh of the year this year for sure it delivered man they did <laughs> Callisto protocol. This, this game is not cause man, this is, this is greatness. Yeah, I definitely, and I've, I have the constant urge to want to replay uh dead space. And that's a good sign for me. Cause man, I, it's very rare. I want to replay a game again, but dead space, whew, the, the zero gravity improvements are wonderful. Uh, they just did everything right. They, they literally improved all the bad stuff, um, from the original and made, made it way better. The pinnacle of a remake, <laughs> the pinnacle of a remake. I was, I was too excited. I was too excited. Um, and that concludes what I've been playing for this week. Let's get into what I've been watching, which it's only been one thing. It's only been one thing. Last of Us TV show. I think I talked a little bit about it um, 
last episode, but this episode, a lot of stuff popped off. I think I'll, I'll keep it spoiler free. Um, at least for now, but yeah, some boy, it's, it's a lot of stuff that hit, uh, in the game that, that hits, hits harder in a way. And then the, in the TV show too, or at least hits, <laughs> hits again, um, on the TV show, man. Uh, it's very good. I'm thoroughly enjoying the last was as of course, a fan of the, of the games. Uh, watching it and experiencing it, it still feels like a pretty fresh experience, even though, you know, some of the main story beats that are going to happen, but you know, of course there is the, the, the speculation of it, uh, coming into play differently, which a fair amount of the story beats do in a way, uh, happen differently. Um, which is interesting to watch too. So yes. Yeah, man, this last episode, Ellie, Joel and Ellie as they're, trying to find Joel's brother and then, you know, find, uh, find his brother and, you know, have, uh, you know, conflicts of that sort and how things play out from there. Yeah. I'm looking forward to next episode, man. Yeah. Loving the last of us as, as, as somebody who played the games, this is, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. This is, this is how you do uh game game to movie or TV adaptations for sure. This is the pinnacle. And I think it, it's, it's, it's probably great to have, I think Neil Druckmann, who's the director of the last of us, you know, be pretty closely involved with the show, um, as well, which I think that goes a long way too. So yeah, good, good, good stuff. Last of us, man, came out of nowhere. It wasn't really ex- just seemed to come out, out the woodwork, but I'm, I'm all for it. I love it. I love it so much. I love it so much. Really do. You know what? I think that concludes episode. Uh, what is it? One hundred. One hundred and sixty-nine. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't sure. So. Yeah, that concludes episode 169 of Switch It Sites. If you did like the show, feel free to like, rate, subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms and technically video platforms. Um, five stars is greatly appreciated. Um, you can catch me record this live on Twitch TV slash Switch, where maybe I'll pop a playing game here or there. I don't know. That's a, that's a promise I can't commit to. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, until next time, y'all, uh, get your game on. Feel free to fuck. Oh, yeah. Nobody's safe.